the college football experience, Minnesota Golden Gophers season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Get started today, and you get a risk-free bet up to five hundred dollars. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, welcome. Welcome to the college football experience, Minnesota Golden Gopher season preview. My name is Colby Swinging Danterbase Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick, Patty C. Nice. Let's go. And I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hello. Yes. PJ Flex, Michigan, uh, Minnesota <laughs> uh, Golden Gophers. We um, are talking PJ Flex Golden Gopher here. And look, if we're going to go, we're going to do it right with the Dundee music. You know, I mean, this is just. Get this a is little hyped here. the golden gophers, Patty C. Look, last year, I don't give a shit about last year. Throw it out the window because Minnesota played multiple games with 33 players out. I don't know that they played one game with everybody. Yeah. So yes, they went three and four, but I like what I see here. And let's not forget the last time we didn't have, we had a regular season. It was back in 2019 and PJ Fleck went 11 and two. He's led the Gophers to two straight bowl games. One, both ones, the Outback bowl and the quick lane auto bowl or some shit. But I, I'm telling you, I, I think he's a, a really cutting edge coach. And I think there's a lot of room to be, you know, be on Excited. the, yeah, be optimistic. On the, and Minnesota is a pro as a sleeping giant, Patty C, right? I mean, this is the only school in the state. You know, back in the day in the forties, what they went uh, two national championships, three, three in a row three? in the thirties. Okay, there I we go. Say. I know they went eight and zero and forty. I think they're the last and team to do that. Yeah. 
So uh, those are not, dude, they, they, 34 and 35, eight. No, they won a bunch of national championships. They went undefeated. They're a national champion in my mind. That's true. That's true. Um, but Look, I, they got Creighton Durham high school cranking out top end talent. Dude, they're the only school in the university talking about something that, or the, in, in the university, only school in the state and talk about the NIL deal and stuff like that. Well, with them being the lone division one school in the state of Minnesota, I think there's a lot of opportunity there. And it's not like there's not talent. I guess the, the number one player in the nation in basketball for the last two years has come out of that state and Jalen Suggs. And now uh, whoever that, and tall that well, I think Trey Lance was from there. Right. And he just escaped. That's right. He escaped them. Uh, they wanted him to play safety. That was a, that was a, that was a mistake um, now, but look, they have Tanner Morgan returning. They have a very talented team returning. I, I am very, uh, let me just get through the, the stats here, but I just think this team could be really good this year. 10 offensive starters back from the season ago, 71st in scoring offense, 42nd in running the ball, 92nd in the, uh, passing the ball and 69th overall. I think that once again, I thought last season thought all these stats because they played so many games with, uh, I even think 71st scoring offense. They had like, like a fifth string kicker. They had tryouts and they just put a guy in a uniform to kick field goals. They couldn't kick field goals, so they went for it on like fourth and eight in your at like your thirty yard line every time. It was just a crazy season. Uh, I, I there, in my opinion, like COVID hit them as as bad as anyone in the nation. Yeah, and they played. They weren't pussies about it. So cheers to them there. But uh, four or five starters back on the O line. Tanner Morgan, we know he's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. They got Muhammad Ibrahim, who I think is a stud running back. Yeah. Yes, they lose Bateman, but Bateman barely played any games last year. He is a stud, but uh, I like Chris Autumn Bell. I like Daniel Jackson. So two or three wideouts back. Your tight end Bryce Witten back. What's not to like? I think this offense should be loaded and vastly improved. Well, uh, how many uh, games did this team play last year? They're three, seven, and four, right? seven games, and Abraham still got to a thousand yards. That's getting it. That's getting it right there. That's half a season. Basically he put up a thousand yards uh, Morgan, a little bit of a step back in terms of the touchdown interception ratio, seven to five. But again, when if you're not, if you don't have half your, yeah. the scholarship guys on your team are out for yeah. the entire season, it makes it tougher uh, defensively. Um, you, they, this team returned seven and, and look, you look at the defensive line, you say only two of four on the defensive line, but they went out and got a huge grad transfer defensive tackle from Clemson. Niles Pinckney. This guy was the Clemson team captain. He played more than uh, 1100 snaps that's over five a years. He's a six there. year senior too, Patty C. Wow. That's um, a transfer right there. That's a huge transfer to go on. So basically they got three of four starters uh, back or n- not back with th- th- three of the four defensive linemen are starters. They got a Clemson captain yes. to come yes. <laughs> to transfer to Minnesota. They run the four, two, five. So they only, they're bringing back one of two linebackers uh, that, so that's going to be interesting. They're going to have to break in Braylon Oliver. So what's crazy is they kind of have both linebackers back because Oliver missed last season with a torn ACL. Um, they also, uh, they also have another linebacker in Jack Gibbons who transferred in from Abilene Christian. So I feel like they're decently deep at the linebacker spot. Now in the secondary returns four or five, uh, I like what's not to like on this team. I, I, I know the schedule starts out with a, with a bang against Ohio state, let's go. but um, let's just get to this win total Big here. Game. I mean, I first mean, off, like what do you, the PJ Fleck, what you think he's on the Matt Campbell train that he's just going to stay at Minnesota and build this thing up. Boy, I hope so. I hope so. What's the recruiting rankings? Hit me with some of those. The recruiting rankings over the last uh, five cycles have been 59. Uh, wait, sorry, 31, 
33. You know what? I'm looking at Michigan state still. I, I don't have a Minnesota's pulled up. So I'll, I'll circle back around oh. and get you with those. Sorry. A little, a little unprepped here, but what I was looking at is last year's uh, games included a one point loss in overtime to Maryland. That's when they couldn't kick a field goal at, at Maryland, yeah. a three point loss at Wisconsin. And uh, yeah, against a Michigan team when they had basically their entire roster. I, mean, out. I think the whole year they had their whole roster out, dude. I don't remember ever watching. Maybe, maybe I'm missing a game. Yeah. Uh, so I think you got to throw out all of last season. I think, you know, they, they were a couple wins away from being five and two here and uh, or, uh five and what would that be? Yeah. Five and two. Yeah. So a um, couple plays away from being five and two PJ flex trajectory uh, at this point at each of his previous stops, like we said, Western Michigan, one and 11, eight and five, eight and five, 13 and one Minnesota five and seven, seven and six, 11 and two. And then last year is the first season in his career that he hasn't either improved or at least been even with the previous season, obviously 11 and two is tough to replicate, but it's not at all characteristic yeah. of PJ Fleck to take well, a huge step back. Currently they're ranked uh, they're they're uh 38th in the country in recruiting rankings. You go back to 2020, uh they were 38th as well. Okay, so Fleck not exactly destroying it on the recruiting trail, but uh a guy that can do more with less um and and that's not terrible at Minnesota. 45th in 2019 and in the 18 he was uh that was I think one of his early years 38th. He loves us to be 38. <laughs> All right, he's 38th every year. That's right. Um, he's not blowing your socks off recruiting wise, but again, we were just talking about Michigan who could be a uh 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 interesting coach for them to hire. And Colby mentioned Fleck after the episode, we didn't even think about him, but for a guy that can win at an elite level with just a slightly not elite talent. And once again, this is one where I, I don't think there's a much of a difference between 38th and 12th. I really don't because look, Michigan was charting at like 12 and 13. And I can tell you, I think Minnesota's had better players. Yeah. I mean, from a talent or a development standpoint, look, I'm going to say this. Tanner Morgan is better than any quarterback at Michigan under Jim Harbaugh. I agree. Muhammad Ibrahim is as good as any running back at Michigan. Yeah. I would say better probably too. Yeah. Um, and I will know for sure Rashad Bateman's a hundred percent better than any offensive player Michigan's had. I would even say some of these other wideouts might be better too. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean Jake Butt was was excellent at Michigan. He was a Mackey finalist, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, Bateman is a truly special talent. You know, athletic freak, and you know he's getting him somewhere in the 38 range, presumably. Yeah, well, and I think he was what he was a first round pick by the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I've always thought recruiting. Yes. Okay. Your top five teams are very elite and that's a, a jump for your recruiting rankings. But after yeah. that, man, I feel like it kind of gets yeah, there's like not that much. I don't know that there's that big of a difference between the 75th receiver and the 61st and yeah. to rate these guys. I think there's a very thin line and then how you coach them. Yeah. So I, I, when I see 38th, I don't think like, Oh, you know, when I, I, I don't think there's much of a difference between Michigan and, and I mean, Minnesota. it's the same like, thing in, in, in pro basketball, you know, you got your four guys that are going to be stars in the NBA or have that potential. And everyone else is just, you know, a smattering of kind of the same thing, uh, various levels. I'm sure you'll find your star somewhere in the mix, but by and large, you're right. There's a drop off between the elite and then the rest of the pack. So yeah, uh, and uh, just uh, this is a clear example though. Minnesota just has better talent, in my opinion. That we uh, what, what's Michigan been missing? A playmaker. 
the question will be, can they make any plays out the gate against the Ohio state Buckeyes Patty C because this win total for Minnesota sitting at seven, I'm going to tell you this. I know it seems like we hit the over a lot, Yeah. but actually well, we were under on Michigan. Yeah. Over on Michigan state. If we had to, cause that schedule lines up, but this one seems like a lock to me on Minnesota being on the over. Now let's get to the schedule Yeah, at or at home against Ohio state and talk about a great spot to catch Ohio state Thursday. breaking in a new quarterback yeah. Thursday night national TV. And you have this veteran team, oh, man, please. This would be such a great start to the season. I don't know the last time Ohio state took a loss to start the season, but I bet it's been a long, long time. Could be a sneaky spot to catch them. Yeah. I mean, we're going to still favor Ohio state. Yes, we will. Um, you assume one of those five-star quarterbacks will step up and be a stud right away for Ohio State. But again, experience is another factor that you know five stars, however many stars you have, experience helps. And Tanner Morgan's got a lot. And Minnesota's whole, whole roster, does, yeah, the yeah. whole roster. That's another thing is when you have that many players out, that many weeks, even like your second, third team are getting a lot of reps. So this team, I think, is completely deep in in starts. Yeah. Um. Week two, they're home to Miami, Ohio. That's a win. Yeah. Week three at Colorado. I'm That's a, a fun game. I'm a I'm a Buff fan, but I think Minnesota's in a better spot, especially when since Colorado punted on starting the veteran quarterback, they're going with the youth. Yeah. I think Minnesota's ahead of them. I'm on the I'm on the Gophers. What do you put on the spread on that game in in Boulder? Minnesota minus seven. That's exactly where I put it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Home to Bowling Green, that's a win. Yep. Leffler at Purdue. Uh, I'm going to favor Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, home to Nebraska. Coming off a bye. Yeah. What is Nebraska at the week before? Let's take a peek at that. Nebraska has. Why am I not seeing this? Oh, they have Michigan the week before at home. I think Minnesota's going to be more ready for that game. I do too. I think Minnesota's going to be. And then after that, they're home to Maryland. I'll be honest with you. I think if 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 you want to make a case for the most important game of the season for Minnesota, it's that number one. Ohio State game? Yes. If they can beat Ohio State, this team could be nine and zero before they really get tested. I mean, look, I think they'll be favorites in the rest of the eight. Maybe you can make a case Northwestern will be favored uh on October thirtieth. Sure, depending on I think Minnesota's had like. they're re- returning a better roster than Northwestern. Yeah. So I think they are a better team than Northwestern this the year. The fact that it's yeah. in Evanston makes it a tough game, but that's not exactly a horn. Then, then after that, they get Illinois. I don't, I think they could be nine. If they beat, if they're able to beat Ohio state, yeah, they could be nine and oh. Yeah. Well, let me, let me ask you this. What are the odds they run this schedule? Assume they take the L to Ohio state, right? And they're going to be eight and one. You think they're able to run that schedule? I mean, there are no back-to-back roads and yeah. there aren't really no back-to-back tough games in that s- stretch. What's the hardest game at Northwestern. And I think they're, I mean, they, this is a team I think could beat Northwestern. Coming I think off, they're better this year. I think they're a better roster than Northwestern this year. Yeah, I agree. Northwestern and, breaking in new quarterback lost uh, a lot of the defensive side of the ball. I, I, I think Minnesota is a better team. It's right not now. exactly a long trip. It's not exactly into a hornet's nest. And prior to that, they have a bye and then two home games. So they're not going to be worn out from yeah. road trips. And then, so all of it comes down to November 13th. That's when their seasons, their second season starts. Yeah. Right. And that's at Iowa followed by at Indiana, followed by home to Wisconsin to end their season. Well, let's see. They're going to lose at Iowa. Iowa will be coming off a road trip at, or back to back road at Wisconsin and at Northwestern. So they might be a little 
you know, shell smacked them last year. I know that doesn't mean much. I think this game could be very, very close. I guess you have to favor Iowa just because it's at Kinnick. Yeah. But, uh, and, and because if we're trying to really pr- project this thing, it would be very surprising. I mean, what a couple years ago, they were almost undefeated most of the way through the season though. No, right. They went like nine and two. I think they lost the final week of the year. They would have been in the, uh, and they started out, Big Ten uh, Championship. they started out, um, eight, no, two years ago or no, nine and no. They started nine and oh, two years ago. And they lost at Iowa on November 16th. Yeah. Uh, 23 to 19. <laughs> Man, their schedule is very, very similar to what it was a couple <laughs> years ago. Um, so, and it may end up looking very similar. Uh, but uh, again, instead of uh, an early season win against Sa- South Dakota State, it'll be an early season yeah. win against Ohio State. Well, both have been in the college football playoffs. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> South Dakota both lost the yeah. uh, national championship. championship. There you go. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, man, this uh, look. Uh, what do you think they do in that stretch at Iowa, at Indiana, home to Wisconsin? Two and one or one and two, right? <laughs> one and two. I would have to say. I would. I would have. You, still, not, you think Wisconsin's better than them? In Min- in Minneapolis too. I don't think so. Paul Bunyan's axe. Um, I don't know the. But Wisconsin's a good team, dude. Last year, throw it away. Throw I it, know, but uh, I I tell you this: they're still breaking in the quarterback that barely started any games. Who was that? Uh, Graham Mertz. Mertz was fine last year. Sometimes he was really good. That first game where he go like 23 or 24. I'm just saying Tanner Morgan's a senior. Ibrahim's a senior. Uh, you know, this whole team is their whole line senior. I think okay. they're just more experienced. Well, I'll say between those last three games at Iowa, I'm not really convinced on I, They're going to lose Indiana, at Iowa. but at, I think they could beat Indiana and Wisconsin. They yeah, could go 10 and two. They, they could very well go 10 and two. They could very well go 10 and two. Uh, What's the over under on this? Seven. Oh, easy smash. Yeah, smash the fuck out of the yes, over. This over is gonna hit unless another virus takes this team out. Yeah. All right. This is easy money. Yeah, I mean it's not even out of the question that this team could run the table, start well, to finish. Dude, if they won game one against Ohio State, they, I think they will be nine and zero again. Over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, it, we're, let's let's play devil's advocate here. Who are the, what are the games that could be else? Could Colorado be tricky? I mean, yes, because of the altitude. I feel like historically the last time Georgia played there, they lost uh, Oklahoma was number one in the net. I feel like it's a little tr- tr- more trappier than Dude, people realize. I went up to Utah, which is a similar elevation to what you'd have in Boulder. I was in salt Lake city and I tried. Oh, granted I'm horribly out of shape. So something similar would have happened if I had tried to work out here in LA, but <laughs> it wouldn't have felt like my lungs were bleeding. I worked out for like 10 minutes and it felt like my lungs were bleeding. So altitude is a freaking factor. It shows up not only for me when I try and work out, but for these players in the it, game, interesting time. This is a 1 PM Eastern kick. So that's 10 AM in on the West. Mm. So what 11 AM in Boulder, gotcha. Interesting time for that one. But yeah, I mean you could get, you could yeah. lose that game. You could lose that game if if you're not Yeah, I would favor Minnesota though. I would too. I could see you getting upset against Purdue and Jeff Brom on the road. Yeah, they they've been known to do that before. I think you're fine against Nebraska and Maryland. Maybe Nebraska Just could play you close. Home, you're fine. Last week they beat or last year they beat Nebraska by 7. It's a little bit dangerous. Yeah. I think you're fine against Maryland. 
at Northwestern. We know that could be tricky. Home against Illinois, you're fine. Yeah, it's easy win. And then your final three games of the year are all a challenge. All, all three of those final games, I, I would say. I'm getting say, really excited for this 50, Ohio State 50. Minnesota game, which yeah. uh, the worst part about it is, I mean, luckily we have this studio here. So we'll have the television set up for us to put all the games on, but yeah. it's, it's on at the same time as East Carolina app state. So I'm going to be watching East <laughs> Carolina, app state. Decisions. you yeah. know, I'm going to be watching East Carolina, app state. Minnesota, Ohio state. You've been relegated to the small TVs. <laughs> well, no, there we're going to have three of the same size. Okay. okay. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you get that. And, and you have uh, UCF Boise at the same time. Yeah. I mean, great job scheduling. Was this game originally a Thursday game or did yeah, they move? No, to it was that? originally, I think. I mean, I wish the Big Ten would do more of this. These are two really good teams. I wish the other conferences would step up and play a conference well, game yeah, every, out the gate. Yeah, 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 yeah. come I on, agree. that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, Big Ten's actually probably the ones that's doing it most because uh, you got Wisconsin, Penn State out the gate too. Pretty freaking and Michigan awesome. State, Northwestern. That's true. That's it's true. easy to see a tide turn. I got the over in Minnesota. You got the over in Minnesota. This one makes a lot of sense. Yeah, guys, if you're a first-time listener to the college football experience. Make sure you subscribe because uh, we are breaking down all 130 teams of the podcast. All right. We might even give you a Minnesota 2.0 because they might need it after looking at the schedule and seeing the hype around this. Uh, I'm buying in. I am buying in. We might have to give you, but yeah, we're giving you 130 episodes. So all of those teams that you're playing will be covered. Yes. Bowling green's already out. Uh, Miami, Ohio's already out. So Check those out. Also subscribe to the college basketball experience. Notice Minnesota went out uh, and got a new head coach and Ben Johnson. We got you covered on the college basketball experience. I know uh, Marcus Carr not coming back probably, but we will have you covered talking college basketball on the college basketball experience. So make sure you subscribe. We talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here. So subscribe, tell a friend. All right, me, Patty C NC, Nick, we've been over uh, 500 picking every single division one college basketball and college football game every single year for each season, for each sport uh, independently. And as a collective, obviously we've also been way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that for free on the SGPN app. So go download the SGPN app. Uh, it's a free app uh, in the app store, or Google play store. Do that. We don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. So the only thing we're trying to charge you for is your kindness. Download that app. Leave us a five-star review. Say some nice things about us. If you do take a screenshot with your phone, find me on Twitter at the Colby D the Colby D give me a follow as well. Show me that review and I will send you a college football or college basketball experience t-shirt. All right. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831 NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K the college football experience is on Twitter at T C E on S G P N and the sports gambling podcast network is on Twitter at the SGP network. And also man, sometimes works blocking you check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast. That's a lot of fun. We're talking sports year round in there. Uh, all right, folks, this is the college football experience, Minnesota golden Gopher season preview. Hammer that over. You better start thinking about yours. And we're out.